Welcome to Scary Island. Ramona, Sonia, Kelly, and Alex are gathered round a table. Lovely. So much fun. The busboy comes to take Kelly's plate. Thank you so much. All right, so you know what? I don't want her to know that someone didn't eat her crab cake. Ramona stops the busboy and takes the crab cake off Kelly's plate. Why didn't you eat the crab cake? I did eat the crab cake. I ate it. You know what? I don't really like that. It's okay, but I don't want it to go back to the kitchen. I don't know why. She's working hard. Let me eat it. I love it. Eat it. I just don't want it. I'm a bodacious one. They asked me for steak, and I know the steak is coming. Give it to me. I have nothing to lose. Yeah, I have a lot to lose. Wait. The salad was really good. Confessional. You know, this isn't to be mean. You know, her food is not really that good. But her salad dressing was amazing. I like thinking to myself, she could be like Paul Newman. Bethany walks back in. Are you okay? Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Look at her. She's cool as a cucumber. I'm worried about you. This is like so much effort. I'm sure you are. I actually am. Cool as a cucumber. Well, dinner parties are effort. That's what. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just like, you're. I feel the love. What am I doing? Pregnant. And it's, it's like, this is so much effort. Happy mouth. I have a happy mouth, Bethany. Oh, good. I have a happy mouth. This is a five-star piece of meat and sauce and presentation. Come on. I happen to know. I have a five-star chef on my boat. I happen to know. Excuse me. I know. This is amazing. Kelly leans into Sonia. What, Kel? We know about the past. Oh, okay. I have some experience. That's all I'm saying. You were giving a reference point. We know. What? Am I not allowed to like the food, I guess? No, you're allowed to like the food. I want you to like this food today. I worked in restaurants. I didn't know this. Were you a hooker? No. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The girls laugh. (laughs) No, the real hookers are the people that want to come there and see the other famous people. So, you know, I actually, I've been so busy this trip to really haven't listened to any of my messages. Well, I thought I'd hear from Jill to tell you the truth. You haven't heard from her since you've been here? No, I would think she'd say, I'm sorry I can't be there. You have, uh, you having a good time? Something. Did anyone else hear from her? No, I did. I don't think I did. The only thing that Jill keeps asking me is if Bethany is well. She's worried about Bethany. So what? She's not here. You asked me and I'm telling you the facts. I will give you the facts. You want the facts? Those are the facts. Who cares? She's not thinking about that. She's thinking about herself. I'm sorry, Ramona, this isn't about you. I didn't say it was about me. She's thinking about Bethany. She's asking me about you. This is not, this is not a forum. If you yell louder, it doesn't mean you're right. No one's attacking you. She's just saying. Bethany, I'm not saying she's attacking me. You just said it's not about her. I'm saying that she's asking me about you, and I'm saying she's well. You're not letting anyone talk. This, there's no conversation. Welcome to Bethany's world of, like, uh, how people, like, are asking about her. Confessional. Kelly was trying to dominate the conversation. She didn't want anyone else to talk but her. You know, there's a certain etiquette when you're with other people at a dinner you give everyone a chance to speak but she wasn't doing any of that this is like white noise this is like uh, you guys are all like white noise don't say anything time out time out time out ramona it's white noise you guys are white noise it's a time out listen you are white noise if we are like white noise then you are like white noise too great let me just good alex 
Bethany, I love you. I know we had this little altercation on the Brooklyn Bridge. We did? We did, and I want to actually formally apologize for that. I don't know what happened. What are we talking about? I do. I really do. <laughs> are you going to sit on her lap? Can you leave us alone? You guys are having a moment. Are you guys going to make out with the tongue? Okay, I'm having something important to say. I don't care. You need to freaking time out. I don't want to time out. I want you to zip it. You know what? No, guess what? This is about Ramona. I have something really important to say to her. If you don't want to listen... Wait, are you going to apologize for crying or for making her cry? You know what? What do you know about anything? You told me everything. You told me that you made her cry. You're really pushing it now. She made her cry. Listen. She made her cry. It's none of your business. Can I say something? You made Bethany cry. Can you take her away? I can't diffuse her anymore. To Bethany. Okay, you and I have to go somewhere. Come on, come on. I got to talk to you. Yeah, you guys go have an intimate moment. Yeah, we're going to kiss. Ramona and Bethany, get up. We're going to make love too. Okay, with the tongue. Go ahead, guys. See you. That's what you do? That's what I do? I wish. Maybe. I can't even diffuse you anymore. Because I don't care. This scene goes on for 10 more minutes. So, blackout. <laughs> this is extra extra. <laughs> oh man, that fight was extra. <laughs> Welcome to Extra Extra. Um, I'm your host, Julian Gonzalez, and this week Jesse is out. So this week I am joined by a guest co-host, friend of the show. Some might even call her the president of our fan club. You know, she was the original listener. Miss Lisa Timmons is back on the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. What a wonderful Hi intro. Lisa. Thank Hi. you so much for coming on and saving me. Thank you, Julian. It's it's a treasure. Well, let's get on to introducing our guest this week. You guys, our guest, first of all, is one of my bestest friends. And this is kind of a reunion. We haven't seen each other in a while. So uh-huh. I'm so excited that she's here. You guys might have seen her maybe in a little musical called Thrones the Musical. <laughs> okay, maybe you've seen her and her vocal talents as part of the cast on Baby Wants Candy. Or maybe you've heard her on her own podcast, The Real Housewives Kiki Show, where she's a co-host. Everyone, please let me introduce you to Jessica Joy. Hi, thank you. Jessica has so many credits. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's literally it, though. Um, most of the times you can see me waitressing. Wow, well, where? No, don't share, don't share. <laughs> no. murder please, I, don't, I really don't want you to, anybody to see me like that. <laughs> but it's so good to see you. I know, I'm, I'm so, so happy excited. to see you. And literally, you haven't changed. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's only been like a couple months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last time I saw you? Was at your birthday party. Yeah, but that was like a year and a half ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, living in Los Angeles, I'm not from here. And living in Los Angeles, it fucks with your time. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, time goes by so fast here because we're always Because you're also so not quick. noting yeah. specific seasons. We right. Have, our seasons are much more subtle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just know that, okay, since I've seen you, there has been one... Christmas tree at the mall. So I know it's been at least like a year. <laughs> That's how I tell time here. She just goes to the mall. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the top five. Now, these are the top five stories of the week, according to me, because my opinion is <laughs> the only one that matters. Let's hear it. Okay, well, two weeks ago, we covered the Amanda Bynes scandal with our guest Rose Marziali. Mm-hmm. And now Amanda Bynes has sat down for her first interview in like four years. Okay, Amanda Bynes, she looks happy and healthy. Uh, she revealed that she is still going to fashion school at FITM. 
Quote, I love it. I've learned how to sew. I make patterns and I want to start a clothing line in the future. And I'm all here for it. You know, I think Amanda, she should start with a collection at Kmart like Nicki Minaj or Adam Levine. Just kind of give the public a little taste of what she has in mind before she goes full couture. <laughs> or maybe even like Coles, like Jennifer Lopez or Lauren Conrad. Mm-hmm. I think that's smart. I think uh, sticking with the... Starting with a little bit of a lower price point just yeah. to test the waters. Yeah, know your audience. Yeah. yeah. And then she also revealed um, that she wants to start acting acting again. Uh, quote, maybe a few guest spots on shows that I'm a fan of. Maybe another TV show where I'm the star of it in the future. So I love that too. I mean, I love Amanda Bynes as an actress. Yeah. What I Like About You was a great sitcom. All that, right? All That's that. The Amanda Bynes show. Uh-huh. Starring. Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Bynes as <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Bynes. You know, she's the man. <laughs> she was. So Sydney it, White. I, I saw this interview just like in the background yeah. on the TV and she seemed really coherent, right? Yeah, she seemed, that's why she seemed uh, in a very good, healthy place. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also revealed that uh, she likes to hike, that she goes spinning and that she feeds the homeless. And Amanda, I do all those things as well. So I'm wondering... <laughs> Are you I'm Amanda, Amanda Bynes? Bynes? <laughs> Have you been Amanda Bynes this whole time? Wait a minute. Time? I Have think... you been dressing like a man <laughs> to make us think that you're is someone this a, else? Is this a callback to uh, Little Mama making her trans joke? No, this is a callback to an Amanda Bynes movie where she dressed like a man. Oh. <laughs> but my biggest thing with this interview, first of all, I love that she did the interview. I have to be honest. I think the host of the interview was very unprofessional. If you watch the interview, she, to me, she was too much of a fangirl. Okay. Like, she uh, she was... Um, casual? Was she, like, too It wasn't casual? too casual. It was where, to me, she wasn't appropriate for the position to do it. Now, I've never seen this interview anything else, but she seems like she's an established um, journalist. But I just felt it was very unprofessional, the questions she was asking, the demeanor. She kept trying to hug Amanda. Oh, that is weird. Um, and then she was, like, having Amanda rank, you know... Other girls like uh, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, and Demi Lovato on like hottest, like to not hot. And to me, it's just like Amanda Bynes is not in the right headspace for that in my mind. Like, let's stick to the questions. Like, she was asking about Amanda's tweet about Drake murdering her vagina. Like, (laughs) Amanda clearly wasn't in the right state of mind for that tweet. Like, why are we bringing that back up? Now, Amanda just played it cool. She was like, Good for her. She was like, You know, I did mean that I wasn't being insincere. Like, I did want to have sex with him. (laughs) In my mind, I was making a joke. Clearly, it didn't land, but she thinks. Oh, it landed. (laughs) I mean, it landed with a thud, but it landed. Yeah. Wait, but tell me this: in this interview, does she address anything that happened? Does she say? She just says that she was like the only thing in the past that was brought up was that tweet. That's it. Well, she says that she's in a a good, healthy spot right now. But she said with that tweet, like, yeah, she was on drugs. So that's so in her mind. That yeah, to me, it was just I don't know. When I watched it, I was a little upset. Amanda, like Amanda, why would you put yourself in this situation with this type? Like in my mind, Amanda, if you're making a comeback interview, Barbara Walters is or Oprah. You know what I mean? Like we have to do hold someone that for something for sure. But Not hold out. It's it's like you need someone that has a professional demeanor. Like to me, this girl well, was this like is a where, fan. You know, this is, usually when someone comes back from a low like that, they would like have the cover of People. Like this is me now. Yeah, like know? the big comeback cover. Yeah. So I guess Maybe. I like that it was a little laid back. To And to me, I'm probably just being too critical just because I'm like very protective of Amanda. Sure. Yes. Do you so. think maybe she couldn't get a better outlet? That makes me sad. That's probably... 
the case, but at least, you know, at least we saw that she's doing great and she's healthy, healthy. She's happy. That's all well, that that's matters. That's all that matters. Good. I know. I like that she's pursuing, uh, the, the fat, the pursuit of fashion, because you know that when you're making something with your hands, that's very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I think that's very good. It's an outlet. Uh, it's an outlet. Yeah. And it's something that she can do without being very visible while mm-hmm. she's still, you know, Recouping. getting her, yeah. getting herself together. Well, this week, Jerry Seinfeld is really proving to be very (laughs) sexist. And Jessica, you are not safe, okay? The lovely Jessica Seinfeld. And, you know, if you follow me on social media, I already gave Jessica by Friday to get the divorce paper signed. (laughs) I saw. But, you know, clearly uh, she just doesn't support women either. Okay, well, first, because he did a series of things this week that proved that he hates women, okay? Let's hear it. First, Jerry denied a hug from my angel, Kesha. Now, if you know, if you listen to this podcast since episode one, I've been supporting the free Kesha movement. Yes. Now, up until this week, I had never listened to Kesha's music. But then I realized, you know, let me listen to Kesha's music. Let me see what I, what is That's being... a true fan. Like, you were on board before you even heard her music. <laughs> I'm just a fan of women. Good for, well, I heard we singles. I heard singles, like, someday here and there, but I don't like listening to the radio. Yes. And so if it's not something I like, I buy the CD too, I don't listen to it, you know? Yeah. And so I heard singles, like, to me, like, our singles are okay. It's these deep cuts on these albums that I've been listening to that really just get me. Like, she sings from the deepest part of her heart. It's like... Saw crushing at these lyrics. Okay, so um, she was on a he was on a red carpet being interviewed. Oh, Kesha walked up and he, he turned down a hug from her not once, not twice, but three times. And she had to like, you know, tuck her tail between her legs Aww. and walk away. And she uncomfortably laughed while he uncomfortably com- comfortably laughed and then said he didn't even know who she was. Aww. Jerry, that is no excuse. You know who Kesha is because she has been in the media for being. Raped. You know who she is. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> so I will say I also love Kesha. Mm-hmm. I uh, have been, I'm, you know, free Kesha. I like, yes. I like her music. I enjoy, I watched her. I did, I actually recapped her TV show that was on, I think, MTV or VH1. Mm-hmm. And it was very insightful. She's a very hardworking lady. Yeah. You know, she's been grinding for, uh, since she was very young. Like 16. Yes. Yeah. Very, very young writing. However, mm-hmm. when it comes to the hug, I'm, I'm, I get it. I don't. I I don't like when strangers come up to hug me, and I know I can see that. I can see that. And I like can see that. Said, and like, and granted, I will say. I mean, even when I baby, I babysit a lot. I even reach out my hand to shake kids' hands, <laughs> lest they not want to hug me, because I feel like body body politics uh-huh. are very important mm-hmm. and even i know you know kesha's not a threatening if the roles you know the gender roles are such that you know she doesn't provide a threat i get it i don't want people fucking just telling me can you hug me and, and uh, i get it too but this is kesha she's been through it and it's like just kesha give this poor girl a hug if you don't know who she is you can look into her eyes and see her salt <laughs> is damaged like Jerry, if you had taken a moment just to look through her into her eyes, you would have seen that this is a damaged girl. Just give her the hug. You know, the, you know, you never know what a hug could, it could a hug could save someone's life. A smile can save someone's You're life. Right. Even he could have just shaken her hand, but instead he didn't even do anything. He was just like, no, no, no. And then she had to really run in shame. I'm sure Kesha went home and cried. You know what I mean? Aww. Yeah, but you know what? And also, the Kesha crying is just too much for me to handle. <laughs> <laughs> also, we are about two minutes away from nobody knowing who Jerry Seinfeld is. Oh. 
Well, that's all I need. I'm old. I know who he is. But my whole We're thing is... We're also two minutes away from knowing who Kesha is because they won't <laughs> let her record music. And Kesha, yeah. like I keep saying, do the... Um, what's the word? <laughs> Kesha, what I keep telling you to do is record cover albums... Because we know Kesha has that lovely voice. Well, yes. now that I know. But especially, she can do his covers, like I said. Bob Dylan. Bon Jovi. I mean, Elton John. She gives all these covers, release it for free on SoundCloud, and tour those covers and make money. Kesha, your fans are getting too old now to where they're, like, the new generation that's buying music and supporting artists don't know who you are. Like, these children are not going to know who Kesha is. You're, or Kesha, like I said, team up with um, my girl... Um, What's the daughter of? Team up with Ellie King. He's passionate, but forgetful. Yeah. I, have too much, I have too much on my mind. Like I gave her, team up with Ellie King, who has a really nice, raspy, soulful song. You know, she's the, she's the daughter of David Spade. Or oh, I one didn't of know those. That. Not David Spade. Um, this is uh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. You team up with her, and they give us a nice folk duo. I love it. I love it. You know what I mean? And if she's writing it, I'm sure there's no lawsuit there because she legally can't record still. We will. Like we can Google on. Stuff. We'll go on Legal Zoom. Yeah. And figure out. Yeah, I, need, I need to contact my lawyer and see what <laughs> she she can and can't do. But Kesha, you need to do something because your fans are gonna forget. You know, hell, open a fashion line like Amanda Bynes. Maybe I can see the Kesha line at Kohl's. Yeah. Maybe if she uh, released top, all babe. these covers, Jerry Seinfeld would would know who no, she, she was. Is. I still say I I'm I'm sorry. I I wouldn't have given her a hug either if I if I felt like I didn't. Want I guess. To. I guess. You know what? Because here's I the thing. I He's been that. doing that his whole life. He's another one who's been so famous for so long and people are always trying to talk to him. And mm-hmm. I, I know exactly. I mean, I've had people think I was being bitchy and I was just like, oh, I just I'm not in the mood. I can't. I only hug people because I know that they want to hug and I, I don't want them to feel bad. It's a mutual hug. Yeah, I'm not a hugger. You know what? Me too. Oh, wait, you get you get you get like pressured into hugging. Well, I will hug people because I feel that, oh, people you, I'm like a robot, and I think to myself, okay, humans hug, so I'm going to hug because this will put the other person at ease because they probably want to hug. But you don't want it? I don't need it. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, well, then there's that. more to the story. Then he revealed that the <laughs> only... The only time he ever lost it with lost his cool with one of his children is when he walked into his daughter's room one night and saw her watching an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on her phone. Um, I never lose it around them. The only time I really, really got upset was when my daughter was watching the Kardashians on her phone in her bed, and I could not take the scene. He explained why the idea of the Kardashians having their own show upset him as a former television performer. For someone who, for their whole career... Television was the Olympics of being a comedian. It was only for the very best. You had to have everything. You had to go through all the different hierarchies of your your career to get to television. I'm offended by reality television on many levels. And that show, of course, is the premier example of reality television. These people are not doing anything interesting. I lost my temper with that one. Jessica, leave this man and take the kids with you. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Now you're attacking a whole family of women? No, I don't like this at all. No. Yeah, that's... I, like, you, like, watch. If anytime it was, you hear... Anytime you hear a straight white guy talking about the good old days, yeah. that is a trigger for yeah. me. <laughs> like, what? I do get it. It's called though. new media? <laughs> no. Get, no, because... Uh, you have your... Uh, YouTube uh, coughing, coffee driving with the celebrities. I mean, you should know new media. <laughs> yes, but because of reality TV, we probably won't have 
something like Seinfeld again anytime soon. I mean, soon. I've never seen it, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. If it's not that so Raven, I don't know the reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only sitcom I've seen. I just auditioned for a Raven show. Oh our, our friend writes on it. So there's a, right? Cause so there's That's So Raven. And now and there's Raven's house. That's the one I auditioned yeah. for. <laughs> so, so she's excited. She's all grown up. She's a mom now. Oh my God, this is the premise. I'm so excited. Okay. Tell us. Raven is now a single mother to two twins. I think they're twins. And the son has visions. And so uh-huh. it's kind of like Fuller House House, where Chelsea and her child move into the house with Raven and her children. Oh, how nice. And it's all about the hijinks of like the son now having these visions. And probably Raven will still have visions too because, you know, she's not going to lose her powers. No, she's not. I can't wait. This is going to be so much but fun. But here's the thing. Like as Raven Simone, yeah. do you, is this what you want to do? You just want to keep being this person? this character i mean i think you got to do what you get you know what I, mean? you i'm, I'm do asking what you do. because i either way i think yeah. i i could it, putting myself in her shoes i think i could be happy with both because yeah. if that was like what made you and that's your character that you are beloved for mm-hmm. i would want to do it until i'm in the grave yeah yeah i remember somebody saying i can't remember i went to see thomas lennon and speak with oh, what's his name Garant they had written a book and someone asked the question in the audience during a Q&A like how do you avoid being pigeonholed and they're like hey or typecast they're like just so you know being typecast means you got a job more than once yeah. <laughs> so and congratulations that, like she's executive producer this time around so I think oh, she shoot. has creative control yeah also yeah so you know what if she didn't want to do it she wouldn't be yeah. doing it mm-hmm. was that for their screenwriting book Yes. I, how to make money for yeah, yeah. how to make movies for money and profit. I've heard it's really good. It's very funny. I've read the first ten pages. I've read the first ten pages of so many books. <laughs> I don't even read. So. <laughs> yes, you do. You read. Oh, I read. Well, I try. <laughs> Nick Gordon, the ex-boyfriend of the late Bobby Christina, has been arrested for domestic violence, and it happened today. Uh, okay, after. I mean, are we really shocked though? I mean, He's he did kill Bobby someone? Christina. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I love how you just, he looked, Julian looked me dead in the eyes when he said that. <laughs> Wait, so he's already moved on? He's like, he's been with this girl now for a few months. Yes, he moved on right away. He moved on when he saw her in the tub. That's yeah. the minute he moved on. Oh, oh man, gosh, that is rough. That okay, is well, rough. he allegedly beat up and kidnapped his current girlfriend. Ooh. Gordon was taken into custody Saturday afternoon in Sanford's, Florida. He's facing two charges. <gasps> Domest- Sanford, Florida? Is that where you're from? That's where my grandmother lived. Grandma, you are not safe. <laughs> oh, she Get- passed. Oh, she okay. passed. So she's fine. So she's, she's haunting. Safe. She's safe. <laughs> Grandma, you better get him in the jail cell. Oh my gosh, Sanford, I think is also isn't that where Trayvon Martin got shot? I, like I said, you guys stay out of Sanford, Florida. Always, my grandma's dead. I always say yes. nothing good happens in Florida. It's true, especially after midnight, but just any time in Florida. Yeah, but you know, uh, two it's weeks always ago, midnight somewhere in Florida. Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, uh, Tiger Woods in Florida was arrested for a DUI. Right. Oh, that's right. At three a.m., but that's why. After midnight is the worst, but just any time in Florida is not when the good. sun sets. Just, just yeah. hide. Yeah. The gators come out and then the DUIs happen. Okay, so he's facing two charges, domestic violence, battery, and kidnapping and false imprisonment of an adult. Sources close to the girlfriend reveal Nick allegedly beat her up Friday night so badly she had to go to the hospital. Now, as I said, you may recall, uh, Nick is on the off the hook or on the hook, I don't know, for $36 million to Bobby Christina's estate, and he's still under criminal investigation for her death too. You know what? 
I don't like victim blaming, but it's like the same to the girls that date Chris Brown. It's like you know what you're getting yourself into. Now I, you know, I love I love that you you think that these people can change, but they can't. It's like you're interested in the fame in 100%. my mind. But I feel so bad for this girl. But it's like he's a murderer. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Girl, stay away from the bathtub. It's don't a, take a bath. Girl, no. It's really don't, sad. And don't drink anything. That Bobby, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, she's kind of living her mother's life because her mom got involved with the bad boy too. Mm-hmm. You know who else got involved with Bobby Brown? A superhead. Superhead. Save what? it. Save it. That's right. Right. Okay, well, the Russian hackers are using Godney to do their scheming. This week, a security firm found that a Russian-speaking hacker group has been using Britney Spears' Instagram page as a hub for distributing its malware. They're geniuses. The group, <laughs> the group called Turla posted comments about images on Britney's page that look like spam, but are actually directions for malware to contact the group's command and control <gasps> servers. Using- these servers are mm-hmm. these servers send instructions and act as a repository for stolen information using an encoded coded comment on Britney Spears' Instagram posts. The malware could find out what URL to use to meet up with the server without actually including that information in the code of the malware itself. The group chose Godney's page because of her 17 million followers and thousands of comments on each post make it easy to hide its malicious code. According to ESET, the security firm that spotted Turla's post on the pop star's page, these particular comments were just a test for a more targeted attack. The people behind Turla are apparently keen on targeting government and embassy websites. Holy now, to me, crap! This is hitting too close to home because remember the girl that was arrested, the lady that was arrested for passing over. She was like the FBI that, or whatever that reality passed, winner. No, she was oh. the oh yeah is that her name? Her name yeah. yeah. I was like no, she's not from reality TV. <laughs> her name her was username. reality winner. Uh-huh. That's her username, right? Not her real name, right? I it might be her new legal name. I don't know. It's, she like you know she's the one that passed on. She had evidence that proved that um, that's how the Russians hacked our uh, political campaign. campaign 2016 was they sent stuff through a word document and for the election and if you opened it all it had to do was be opened on the same machine that uh, would tally the votes or whatever and then they could control the votes allegedly mm-hmm. of course she's arrested not Donald Trump I know allegedly. Right? you know uh, please don't shoot me uh-huh. <laughs> I'm on Britney Spears' Instagram page right now can we just talk about how great she, she looks she looks amazing I love that now she posts videos too of herself modeling different outfits I love wait, it wait a minute but is uh, were they saying that they're this was just practice. They were just trying but to... But are they the... using her Instagram to hack your phone? No, by being... they're using it to hack the government. Well, no, oh. if, if someone would have to click on it, right? No, it's it's not anything that any user would have access to. It's the code is just so like if someone else on the back end is going through, <gasps> it's the instructions are in the coding of so your comments. they're hiding it. They're hiding the code in Secret the comments. Secret messages. Oh my gosh, we're not But safe. like not, you can't read it. It wouldn't be like you're reading, like you can secretly read the code. No, it's, it's like in the back, of, you know, I don't know how computers work. Oh my gosh. That, I, don't, I mean, hey, don't use, Brittany. don't use Britney for evil. Leave Britney alone. Oh my gosh. But also, can we just real talk? How flattering is it to be picked? <laughs> like, of course, Britney there's has a lot no of idea divas. what's going on. She has no idea what's going on. But imagine, like, yeah. finding, being like, oh, yeah. I, got, I guess I got I'm picked not over the Selena diva. Gomez. Over Selena Gomez. <laughs> the top Instagrammer. 
Yeah. The <laughs> rush- like, they're like, we can't use Selena Gomez because she has too many comments. Like, we can't, we won't be able to find it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we can't use, you know, we can't use um, I'm kind Farrah of- Abraham because she doesn't have enough comments to hide it. Or, yeah, Beyonce seems like another, although I don't know. Yeah. Like why would they? Well, Beyonce's probably. You know what? Uh, conspiracy alert. Beyonce's probably went in charge of the whole operation. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> well, it seems like just yesterday that my sweet baby Angel Harambe was taken from me, but luckily there is some light now. After a very difficult labor, seventeen-year-old Kira, an endangered gorilla at the Philadelphia Zoo, has delivered a very healthy and happy baby. It was an anxious and dramatic day at the zoo, but in the end, a tremendously rewarding one. The zoo's chief operating officer, Andy Baker, said in a statement: "The newborn marks the first offspring for Kira and the third for thirty-two-year-old Mutabahu." Who is also at the Philadelphia Zoo? Now, I love this. Congratulations! Yes, Aww. congratulations, Kira, on being a new mother. Congratulations, Julian, on oh <laughs> having on a your, reason to live. Having a reason yeah. to live. You know what? And uh, trust and believe. If a child enters this inhabitat, inhabitant, whatever, shoot the child, please. This time, <laughs> I'm really tired of y'all shooting the the poor little gorilla. Savage. <laughs> it's your own fault for letting your child shoot the mom this time. I don't care. Mm. You know what? Let's move on to the part of the podcast where we interview our guests on their favorite celebrity scandal. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. So Jessica, please introduce us to uh, this scandal. First of all, you've already done all of my favorite scandals. So let's call this my third favorite scandal. <laughs> but this is, and it's not even a scandal. It's just uh, a lifestyle. It's a it lifestyle. Is. It's an empire. It is Kareen Stefan's. AKA Superhead. Now, the I. Original Video Vixen. Yes, and I love Superhead, okay? Because, <laughs> first of all, she's an inspiration to like. There's uh, traps everywhere? Yes, but also it's like no man could do for me what I could do for myself mm-hmm. through my talents. So, yeah, so, uh, so are you going to give us the background? Well, I she, want you to give us everything. Well, she's the original, like, Instagram basic bitch, right? She's the original video vixen who worked her way up from the bottom to just slightly above the bottom, um, being in rap videos and hip-hop videos, but more importantly, just kind of um, servicing men, using her sexuality and literally using it to get what she wanted. And she did. She got everything she wanted. She basically made a career of sleeping with men. But the best part about her is that she doesn't give a fuck. And she will tell you that in both of her best-selling books, Confessions of a Video Vixen, and the follow-up, which I forget what it's called, but I read that too. It's like the the Vixen Diaries? Vixen Diaries, something like that. Good memory. Um, Yeah, so she... In her tell-all books, she, you know, spills all the tea. She's the original tea spiller. Mm -hmm. And she goes into great detail of her many lovers. Yeah, let's get to that. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Do you want to just hear a list of all of her lovers? Do you have one? Because I have... Yes, I have a list. Do you have a list? I have a list that I kept when I reread her book. Okay, well, I have a list and also her notes. See, so yeah, that's what. All of that? Yes, let's okay, do that. Okay, while we do it, I also want to do uh, fuck, marry, kill. So I want to know <laughs> for you can for everyone just give an option: gotcha. fuck, marry, or kill. Okay, that's first, all we're allowed to do to them. <laughs> first, mystical or mystical. Mystical. Oh. All she wrote was long. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Long. A long dick. Dick. Yeah. All right. Long. Dick. long. 
fuck, marry, or kill. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by killing because we have a long list to go through. Okay. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm probably gonna fuck everyone. No, listen, <laughs> I fuck, but only if I can feature on one of his songs. Mm. I want to be the new Nivea. Oh, I love Nivea. Now, where has Nivea gone? Bring Nivea back. Does anyone remember Olivia? I love Olivia. (laughs) She was on the first season or two of of Love and Hip Hop New York, the original season. She was the original. One of the cast members? Cast member. Okay, so let's see. Mystical. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, I would. No, I think it's funny. Uh, You know what? I would marry him. Oh, Just to see. Just to see. Why not? We should also say for each person on the list, would Jerry Seinfeld hug them or not? I'm going to say mystical. Mystical, no. no. Jerry Seinfeld does not know, know who, who mystical, mystical is. is. <laughs> I mean, Jerry's not going to know who any of these people are. Okay, <laughs> trick daddy, long and full of energy. Oh, okay, wow. fuck. 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 He's the first rapper who I heard who would brag about how well he went down on a woman. All I was right. like, well, good clearly job. he was because, I mean, he gave her a, a lot of energy. Twista, medium. That's I'm gonna marry Twista. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. And I mean, I don't think Jerry knows Trick Daddy either. Mm-mm. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Um, uh, Mystic. Oh wait, Twista. <laughs> Twistical. 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 <laughs> um, I guess I would. Um, I'll marry him too. I'll kill him. Okay. I haven't killed anyone yet. And just because yeah, I have a thirst like for blood. Too long, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, long. <gasps> You know what he's held down my girl Jada for so long? Fuck. Isn't he a Scientologist? Kill. 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 Wait, so she had sex with Will Smith? Yes. Didn't know that. Exhibit. Long but comes too quick. Kill. Kill. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck because sometimes I like it to be over quick because I have stuff to do. Okay. I gotta I gotta She's just get right. back and looking at my phone. But then he can also pimp your ride. Oh, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll put an aquarium in your car. Cool G rap. Now, this is also the man that abused her. So I'm going to say kill, but she says allegedly. long but can't fuck. Yeah, allegedly. And this mm. is the man that actually like put her into the whole trap. He was the one well, the original to, trapper. Well, then we have to kill him. I say kill, but if it wasn't for him, she would have no career. But she said long but can't fuck. First of all, would you call it a career? And second of all, she th- there's a lot of controversy with Cool G Rap because she had his son. Mm-hmm. But do you remember this is one of the things that really stuck out for me and set the scene with her book is she uh, when she left him, she drove up, blocked his car in the driveway, opened the door, put her son on the ground and then drove away. Oh, she left the son with her. Yes. With oh, Lord. Just temporarily. <laughs> But then when she did get the son back, she then con- continued to ignore and abandon him throughout the years. So I'm very curious to see how the son is doing now oh. and what the son is doing now. Very interesting. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I knew she had the son with him because she was like one, but I thought she took the son with her. She did, but this is she left him like temporarily and then went she back. Was trying, she was trying to go figure out her shit. Mm-hmm. She was like Nicole Kidman and. Big Little Lies, where she had to go get the house first, set it up. She, she did it after lease. the fact. She did it after the fact. <laughs> Leasing the She had to go fuck JC first to get the money. <laughs> no, then it was Ice-T. So she went to L.A. and Ice-T set her up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, continue. Okay. Now, I'm going to get this name right. I don't know who this is. Talib Kuli? Talib Kuali. Kuali, okay. She just said medium. Me neither, so I'm gonna kill him. Uh, and Jerry does not he, know him. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry wouldn't hug him. No. You know what? I would. What have I not done to anyone in a while? I'd, I'd marry Talib Kweli. 
Okay, red man hung like a banana. Kill no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so specific. Is she saying banana like it's a bad thing? Bananas are rather large. That's why she said it's huge. Oh, okay. hung, hung like a banana. Then hung yeah. like a big banana because they're small bananas. <laughs> She's like a plantain. <laughs> She's like you have to peel it open. <laughs> Isn't he? He was the one who guested on um, uh, Christina Aguilera's Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was fuck. in the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. I will. I would. I would. Uh, fuck him too. Black thought medium. I don't know who this is. I don't know who that is. Russell Simmons, small. <gasps> oh, I would marry him because I would be Lisa Simmons Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> and I would marry him too, so I could get one of those cars, one of those Russell Simmons cars. I have so many reasons to marry him. <laughs> Cujo from Goody Mob, very long. Oh. When fuck. you say long, is it? I'm. It's just long. Is it also thick? Though? No, because she gets, she no. goes through it. Listen, it's just thick. she's yeah. a busy woman. She only has time for one descriptor <laughs> per man's dick. <laughs> so no, thank you. Pass. That's hilarious. So yeah, I would maybe kill. Now Ja Rule, who's the one who gave her her name, Superhead. Mm-hmm. What does she say about him? Long and full of energy. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. You know what? I have to kill him after this whole fiasco with the fire festival. I cannot get my oh, hands that? dirty. I oh. cannot get my hands dirty. Actually, yeah. I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> All these rich people. <laughs> I want to marry him and for that. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him just because he was not so nice to Superhead. But you know yeah. what? And he also wasn't so nice to my girl Ashanti. Oh, that's right. But you know what? Um, you know who also was not. So nice to Superhead. Um, every single person yeah, on this list. Yeah, exactly. So it's, really, it's true. It's not okay. So Jay Z, real thick and juicy, but you can't. But she can't stand looking at him when he's on top. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she had time for a nice long description for him. <laughs> I just I remember this scene from her book is that he uh, she blew him in the car when she was on a video shoot with him. Yeah. And uh, he like didn't even say anything to her. Just like pulled out his dick. She yeah. blew him, and then she yeah, went then back he, in. Yeah, and then he went back in. Then went back to it was like in the middle of the set. Yeah, that's who you want to marry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Outcast. She said both are big, but Big Boy is bigger and fatter, and Dre is long and slim. <laughs> that that just described them. <laughs> I'll marry them because I like them. Yeah, I marry Wait, them both. They're a package deal. Uh -huh. Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Pete Rock Big. Now who's Pete Rock Kill? I don't know. Yeah. I love when we don't know. Let me just let me just go. Yeah, forget yeah. this whole fuck me kill thing. Let me just get through this list. It's too many. Puff Daddy Medium. Rakim Long. Mob Deep. Havoc is big, but Prodigy is small. This is hilarious. MOP Long Pipes, but Donze has a smelly body odor. <laughs> Nas small. Nelly. Medium. I waited on Nas at my restaurant. Oh my god! He, because he used to be married to Kalis, who he came in with her once. <gasps> Is she gorgeous in person? She, yes, I've yes. seen her at Pride, <gasps> and she's come in a couple times on her oh own. God, why don't you call me one up? time she was having a business meeting with someone about some entrepreneurial endeavors, and she's got it together. Oh, oh I love Kalis. Yes, yeah. she's. She just went to the Cordon Bleu to finish um, her culinary training. She's. Yes. I love her. She has a cookbook out. Buy it. Uh, Kalis, I'm gonna need you a show on the cooking channel, please. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Scarface please, medium. Scarface. Yeah, he's a rapper. Snoop Dogg too long. It hits her like lungs. She's like Ugh. old, enough dirty, old, dirty bastard. 
May his big dick rest in peace. Is yes. he dead? Is he dead? Yes. Clips, they both long, but they can't fuck, and Pusha T's breath stinks. You know what? My favorite thing is when she just groups members into one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Common, long, but too skinny. <laughs> the brat can eat a pussy. Oh! Yeah, she, you know, she, uh, she has women too. Good Most girl. deaf, long, but his breath stinks. <laughs> Timbaland, long and fat, but he uh, can't fuck and he comes too quick. <laughs> too short, long and thick, but he talks too much shit in bed. He's, I love that he's not too he's not short. short. Q-tip, long but skinny. He has an asshole personality. Oh. Maze, or Mace, long, but he has an asshole personality too. Hilarious. Master P, nice and long and he can fuck. Right. Method Man, long, but he comes too quick. Now, this is my favorite. Missy Elliott, pussy had a bad odor. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta come after my girl Missy like Don't that? Don't come after Missy like that. Maybe it's when she was heavier and it was harder to clean. You know what I mean? Aww. Or maybe oh. she was having a day. You never know. Yeah, maybe you know. Maybe she just ate something wrong that day. You yeah. never know. That's Fifty cent medium slash long. This is hilarious. Now push a T or a big sorry, <laughs> big pun. They have similar similar names. Big Punisher, the same size of a can of air freshener. That is. <laughs> That's so specific. Why a can of air freshener? Why not just like Very a cylindrical. can of anything else? <laughs> that is so specific. And is like, it like a Febreze? Another. One? I think it's like a, a just like. There's a lot of dead I'm, rappers on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, uh, her mouth killed them. <laughs> Bussa rhymes big and long, but can't fuck. I feel like we're on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis this is, this is really long. Yelp. It's so good. Noriga long, but he can't fuck. Little Wayne, nice and long. Right. Kanye West, big, but he can't fuck. Right. KSR1, small. LL Cool J, nice and fat. The locks, all of them are big except for style. Style is very <laughs> tiny, and J Hood is abnormally fat. Oh. I love that, like, she's like singles out the one. I'm he's... waiting for her to do TLC. <laughs> oh, God. Rest in peace, Jesus Christ. Ludicrous, just perfect, long and fat. Damn, just now, perfect. Damn, that, you know, and she has never said just know. perfect. And now he has a nurse wife that's not a nurse anymore, but she turned out, her, that's clearly why she gave up her profession. Oh. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. DMX, long and can fuck forever. Fabulous, big dick, but comes too fast. Fat Joe, small at first, but when he's erect, he's impressive. <laughs> oh, I, I like it. It's a twist ending. It's like an M. Night yeah. movie. <laughs> Wyclef long, but his breath also stinks. <laughs> Him and most deaf. Yeah, she's like, can y'all keep your mouth closed? <laughs> Ghostface killer long, but he also comes too quick. Oh my gosh! Wait, okay, so here's my last. Wait, because wait, one more thing, more. really quick. Let's yeah. hear the one more thing. Yeah, what I was surprised to hear was that she had sex with Bill Mayer. Bill Mar. Mar, sorry. Yeah, Mar. Yeah, they dated. Yeah. And his last girlfriend was also black. Yes. Which is shocking because last week we reported that he said the word that he cannot say. But that's which the whole you're point. Bring back. But that's the whole he point. He felt too comfortable. He feels very comfortable. Yeah. Okay, okay, so here are some people who aren't on that list. Yeah. Love a good um, list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. Ice T, mm-hmm. Shaq, mm-hmm. Ray J, DMX. Oh, we know that he was fucks excellently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Irv Gotti. Oh, yes. And Irv Gotti was uh, gifted. Well, she was gifted to Irv Gotti from Ashanti. What's the first guy? <laughs> no, I think Irv Gotti gifted her to, to ja Puff Rule. Daddy. No, but someone oh, oh, gifted oh. her to Irv Gotti. It was who's the first guy that allegedly Good the father, Lord. father? I forget. What's his name? The baby father. We just cool. talked about his name. Oh, cool, cool G Rap. He gifted her to 
Ja Rule, who then passed her on to Irv Gotti, this who then passed her on to Puff Daddy. Oh, she's this is she's wild. a pass around. This is a wildly disturbing use of vocabulary. Yes. She was gifted. Oh, y'all. Wait, so That's the word they use. In I know. It's yeah. so disturbing. I hate it. Uh, Vin Diesel. Of course, Eddie Winslow, who we'll probably get into later. I forget his real name. By the way, I thought... Carl Winslow. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Usher. And then there's a guy in the book that she calls Papa that she won't name. Because Is it Big he's Papa? So, like um, I thought it was supposed to be Jay-Z. So. Am I crazy? No, because she says Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, you're then right. Then also Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Darius McCary, who she was dating. That's, that's Eddie Winslow, yeah. Oh. Fred Durst. Oh, Ew, Durst, gross. Right? Okay. Oh, Method Man is supposed to be Papa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the, I think... That's okay. She doesn't mention Method Man in the book by name. So I think maybe. that's a that's a theory. Okay. I, I got real spoiled with your list that had all the <laughs> descriptors. As soon as you were listing the names, I'm like, but how did they fuck? <laughs> what are their dicks like? <laughs> so she's she's slept with a lot of men. Yeah. And which and is so uh, really quick, as she got her nickname was through the Jada Kiss line, got a chick named Superhead. She gives Superhead, and that's uh, the the pet name that Jaw Rule gave her that she stuck with. Oh mm-hmm. wow. So Jaw Rule branded her. I believe she actually her. trademarked it too, and she started a clothing line based on it. I'm not sure if that's still out, but uh, she did try to make the most of it. Um, so she's like the thing is the thing that I like about her is that there are a million girls like this, especially in the industry. Mm-hmm. But she's the only one who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, like she's like, you know what? <laughs> Let me turn this into something. So out of it, she got her book deals. Mm-hmm. She had that reality show or something on VH1. She did. I don't remember that. She had some she, type of, no, or it was something, it was like about her and her, um, like vixens and stuff. Uh, she's definitely like been on a bunch of those. But uh, she had her own show. Oh, she did? Yeah, it was I like her and a group that. of women. This is only like a few years back. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood Jump Off? Am I crazy? No, that's a, let's see here. I'm looking at some old stuff. I'm trying to find out what her. I don't know. It was Kiss like, and Tail. It was called like the Vixen that's Diaries. So it, was like, it was like based off the book. Or Sexploitation something. on the set? No, oh. that's something else. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I think so. I don't remember, but I'm trying to find it. It was had like Sex- maybe no, three seasons right. or something. But anyways, here's what I was talking about, Irv Gotti. She said she uh, claims that she was forced to perform a sexual act on him. Um, he tried to kick her off a of jaw rolls between me and you music video set, but allowed her to stay only if she pleased him. Uh, she also revealed um, that... Um, she uh, was paid to be his bad girl and was passed around to entertain his friends and acquaintances. That's true. But on that video set, she felt competition with this girl, Keisha, who she only called her by that name. So I'm not sure if she is... It's a nickname or a real name, Keisha. Yeah. Um, but so Keisha was kind of Irv Gotti's uh, chick and she sensed that she sensed the competition, so that girl tried to get her kicked off the set. Mm. So she, when uh, Irv Gotti tried to like take her, he took her to his office and um, was going to kick her out. She offered to uh, r- convince him otherwise, and she did. And then she became his side chick. All of these dudes are married, by the way. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then also recently she was married to Columbus Short, as we know, who had the whole scandal on Scandal. You know the Columbus s- Short where he was kicked off Scandal he uh for like attacking paparazzi or something. Whoa. He has some controversy and they are married for a quick second and then she 
he allegedly was. Oh, he was fired from Scandal. Yeah, and he allegedly was like abusing her or something. I mean, she just does not pick the right men. No, no, she doesn't. Well, her mom, her dad left when they were little. Um, she has like two siblings from a, a different dad, a different husband. Um, her mom was an asshole, according to her. She claims that her mom um, was jealous of her and tried to sabotage her uh, because her mom thought she was hot shit. <coughs> and when Corrine got older and started to become hot shit, she became jealous of it, so she tried to, you know, knock her down. Oh, this is like that's, Angelina Jolie and her mother. Sure, but this is this is Superhead's uh, recollection oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, so I'm sure she does. She seems to not like her mother for sure, but I'm not... You know, you can take everything with a grain of salt because she is, uh, I, I mean, to say she's emotionally damaged is putting it lightly. Like, she's got so much going on and she acts out in these certain ways um, because of uh, this these emotions she feels about her parents. So, you know, you got to look through it through a filter of that. Hmm. I feel the like I don't have nearly, I feel like I don't have nearly as good excuses for why I date men so poorly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so any last thoughts, Jessica or Lisa, on uh, Kareen is Superhead before we move on? Well, now is the time. You know, she's not on a lot of social media. She did put out another book um, recently called Vindicated that I do want to read. Um, but like now is the time for her to strike because now is the time where a basic Instagram groupie kind of person can become a huge celebrity. She's no different than Kim Kardashian. Look what Kim Kardashian has made for herself. What do you suggest that she do? Do you have any suggestions? Do we think that she needs a clothing line? Do we think she needs a reality show? She needs a reality show show right now. Another one? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because when we were first talking about this, I was thinking about how, there were, I remember the video vixens. I remember recognizing mm-hmm. the specific women in the different videos and they would turn up again and again. And it's so funny because I feel like people really don't watch, I feel like that's gone. That culture well, of no the video vixen, nobody's videos. really watching the music yeah. videos anymore. It's not really happening as much. It's, I don't know. I wonder if she will be able to recapture that particular feeling. That was very, well, that was she, very specific to the TRL. Yeah. Age. She she has a skill that nobody else has, and that is she is willing to talk. Like she's willing to talk shit. She's willing mm. to expose everything in her life. And even people who are on these reality shows who are saying they're exposing everything in their life, they really don't. But she can and she will. So I want to see that. I want to see her on a show. VH1. VH1. I have perfect for no, her. I have a pitch for you, VH1. Let's Please hear it. Kareen. I hope you're listening to this podcast on today. Yes. You know she's got a Google alert on herself. Yes. Kareen, Miss Superhead, if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. I need a formatted show like America's Next Top Model, mm. where it's Kareen looking for the next video vixen. Okay. Or, you know what? Here's- and it's she, she's going to uh, scout the world for a bunch of models. She's going to have like 14 models in the house that want to be the video vixen. Every week there's going to be a challenge on, you know, of, like of video shoot etiquette, 
how to present yourself when you like how to present yourself when you're going out and you're networking at nightclubs, you know, to get these deals, you know, whatever it may be that she, they, these girls need. Um, and then we find like the top video vixen and then she gets whatever deal they can. Maybe she's featured in 10 music videos that year or something. I don't know what the prize would be. She could be like the pebbles of video vixens. Oh, uh-huh. not pebbles. Pebbles. Stealing money. <laughs> well, I'm, allegedly. I mean, allegedly. Pebbles made out fine. <laughs> you know what I could see Superhead doing? Superhead, if you're listening, you know you are. You have a Google alert on yourself. Um, you could do a podcast like yesterday. So That's where you're just idea. retelling all of these stories. So like each podcast could be about a different guy. And I would love, sorry to uh, interject, I would love for her to get these men on as guests. That <gasps> I feel like there's got to be some people who, I feel like Ludacris, ludicru- after saying that he had a perfect dick, yeah. I feel like he would... Like, what's Twister doing? Twister's not doing anything. <laughs> Twister would definitely go on. <laughs> I mean, unless he's married. Twistical. <laughs> listen, listen to us. We, we'll produce this podcast. Yeah. Just call us. And Superhead, all we want to do is see you succeed. But more importantly, we want to know how your son is doing. So, yeah. son, if you want to come on this podcast and You're air out your truth, you know, we're not judging. We're just open ears. You know we're going to get a tell-all book from him someday. I cannot wait. <laughs> okay, so Lisa, please get into your segment. So this is my segment and I'm calling it Picking Sides because each of these stories there's two sides and I'm going to tell you what team I'm on from the viewpoint that I'm giving you. I just did jury duty so I'm very prepared for this. Ooh, and Me too. You know nice. I love picking sides. I know that you do. That's why I purposely... It's my favorite thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> and welcome. we might use this segment now from now on here and there so please do not copyright it and sue us. <laughs> Don't even worry. It is my gift to you. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So, um... Bill Maher used the N-word in a way that just indicated that he is real comfortable throwing mm-hmm. that around in jokes. And like you were saying earlier, he had, you know, he he has had multiple black girlfriends. And so Well, it- first of all, I want to say thank you for, you know, just love is love. I love that he doesn't have a preference. So I love that. Yeah. Or maybe and, he does. But. but you know, and I'm the only reason I mention it is to maybe provide the context of him mistakenly believing mm-hmm. that that gives him some kind of pass mm-hmm. to use a word that he never should use. And so he brought Ice Cube onto his show to publicly explain to him why he's not allowed to do that. So I will say, uh, I and, and Ice Cube was like pulled no punches. Do we have quotes? Like what was We said? have quotes. And so he, uh, so first Bill Maher, the way that he started the conversation mm-hmm. with um, Ice Cube was saying, I did a bad thing for black folks, that word. I don't care who you are. It's caused pain. It doesn't matter that it was not said in malice. It caused pain. And that's mm-hmm. why I apologized. So <clears throat> Ice Cube, you know, was, accepted that, but also said, I accept your apology, but I think we need to get to the root of the psyche because I think a lot of guys out there who cross the line because they are a little too familiar or they think they're too familiar, it's guys, you know, might have a black girlfriend or two that make them some Kool-Aid every now and then, and they Mm. think they can cross the line, and they can't. It's a word that's been used against us. It's like a knife, man. You can use it as a weapon or you can use it as a tool. It's been used as a weapon against us by white people, and we're not going to let that happen again by nobody because it's not cool. This is why, so I'm going to say, even though Bill Maher brought Ice Cube on there, had this apology, I still don't, 
I still don't pick his side because he said it doesn't matter that it was not said in malice. Mm-hmm. Him saying that to me implies that he thinks there's a way to say it not in malice. Yeah. When you're white, if you say it, it's malicious. Yeah. I don't care how you... Even if you're black, if there's malice behind it, it's malicious. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, I... It's, you're, taking the, you're taking the word that would cause so much pain and you're, you're flipping, you know, the... Uh, I think as a white person, I cannot comment on who gets to use it. That is no, for but the I'm black saying, but I, Yeah, decide. but I'm saying if... I'm, not, I'm saying... If anyone says it in malice, whether you're black or white, it shouldn't be said. Now, if a black person wants to say it, they can't. They can do whatever they want. But if it's said with malice, then it shouldn't be said. Is what I'm saying. No, I understand because it's the same way. Uh, like you, say, yeah, like, you can say the word bitch, yeah, in two different ways. A bitch, you could say seven ways. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I still, I think it was. I think so. Your team. Ice Cube. Team Ice Cube. I I'm mean, I team think no, <laughs> nobody in this party. And me, uh, first of all, like I said last week, this show needs to be pulled immediately. I mean, we pulled that show with the Allison Williams' dad because of whatever he did. This show needs to be pulled. <clears throat> he said HBO he, needs to be canceled. Because Bill has HBO, said problematic stuff before. I don't and care. I, I don't like, care. <clears throat> HBO needs to be canceled because they edited this show and put it out. This was not a live show. HBO needs to be uh, erased from television history. Like I said, we'll get Big Little Lies season two on Showtime and I'll watch it through my, H- my, through my Hulu account because you can get Showtime through Hulu. Little tidbit. You know, <laughs> I don't want a season two of Big Little Lies, but if I'm going to need to watch it, I don't need to watch on HBO because the thing is, yeah, you go on. I'm talking too much. I get too passionate. Okay, very passionate. so I am Team Bill Maher. <gasps> what? Yes. Okay. Now, but oh, only to be a contrarian. Uh, I'm a big fan of real well, I'm time. Aquarius, so. I'm a big no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of Bill Maher. I'm a big fan of real time. I'm friends with one of the writers, and I've gone to the show many times. Okay, okay. Um, now. It is a live show. It's a show. little biased now that you... I am biased. <laughs> I am definitely biased. But that's when so, you lose the argument in court. <laughs> the, yes. So the thing about Bill Maher, and this doesn't excuse it, is that Bill Maher is someone that says stuff like this. Bill Maher says awful stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with most of the things that he says. Because although he is a very progressive person, he, you know... There are no women on his writing staff. There, I've been in the same room with him before, and he just kind of like looks right through me. He's just not... He is kind of an old white man. As progressive and cool as he is, and as funny and as smart as I think he is, I'm still a fan. There is kind of a disconnect with um, how people really feel. Mm-hmm. So he just... There's a huge part of him that will never get it. But on the other hand, he does so much good for progressives because he will say shit that other people won't say. Now, sometimes the stuff that he says is not good, but he still says stuff that some people do need to hear. Now, this particular instance, yes, I do agree that no one, no white person should ever use that word just because it's not our word. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it means so much to the, the black community. And it was that what Ice Cube said is perfect. It says that, you know, it's, it's a knife and, for that, like, just give it up. Just don't say that word. It's, um, but then on the other hand, I don't like when people, uh, when people care so much about words, when people get offended by things, because it's, you know, there are so many things that people say to us all the time, and it's, you, you take the power away from them when you don't let it bother you. Mm-hmm. Not saying... That's true. And I have to say, to be honest, I don't know this man. I've never even seen his show. 
<laughs> and I wasn't even offended by it. I just wanted it pulled because, <laughs> like, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty... I, like I, I said last week, fire him and put Kathy Griffin in the spot. I yes, you know what I, mean? I agree. Yeah. Put the Not that hit. what she did was right either because it wasn't funny. What Kathy she did. Griffin... Which is a whole other story. We yeah. have that as well. Yeah. She next actually that for attention, and she got it. Yeah, we so could segue. We could segue into that actually. <gasps> oh, um, Anderson Cooper, her little bestie, Ooh, with ex-bestie. whom bestie exactly who did not stand up for her when Kathy was you know going through mm-hmm. this whole turmoil. He now says that. I wish her well, and I hope she bounces back. Anderson, you didn't need to to say anything. I'm team Anderson, because guess what? Your career first. She chose to do what she (laughs) did. No, she chose to do what she did, and guess what? That's his home for his job. Like, for her, it's a one paycheck a year, but for him, this is a week. I mean, this is a year-round paycheck. To me, you know, in Hollywood, there's no friends. Like, we could be friends, but, like, if you're going to affect my my income no like that's your fault you did what you did there was nothing funny about it you know as a comedian if there was something clever about what she did then maybe but there was nothing clever or funny about what she did she knew there was going to be backlash because she prefaced it with like we're about to get in a little trouble was like the quote on her i will say so i'm team anderson and he did not even need to say one word i'm team kathy so it's literally for the exact opposite reason of the bill maher situation to me comedy she fired a shot it did not land it was a big old thud but when you attack upwards that's the difference And what Bill was doing, his little shot was attacking people below him. Mm-hmm. She came for the president. That's what comedy's supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what free speech is supposed to do. It's supposed to take on the powers that be, not the people who are weaker than well, us. And so for me, um, I'm like, and I understand, he has the personal choice to do what he wants to do, mm-hmm. but I think that the ramifications that Kathy is experiencing is going to have a chilling effect in comedy. If Bill's going to get chilled to not attack people who have been oppressed for hundreds of years, then I'm like, that's fine with me. But if it's about somebody who is a rich, crazy businessman who is inciting violence in this country, I'm fine with that. See, I'm team Anderson Cooper because much like the situation with Bill Maher, I know Bill Maher's work as a person. I know his persona. So I understand where he's coming from. Same thing with Kathy Griffin. I know her work. I've read all her books. I've listened to all her stuff. I know where she's coming from, and I don't think she's funny. And for years, she has been pulling this shit to get attention because she can't write good jokes. It started. We started paying attention to Kathy Griffin when she started spilling tea about celebrities in her stand-up. Yes. Act. And that's why I watched, because I like that shit. Because much like Superhead, she will go there and she will say the things that other people won't say because she's not worried about ruining her reputation that became her reputation so people knew that so going in and seeing this through the lens of all the years that I know of Kathy Griffin it's not funny because I know I mean from the minute I saw the headline I'm like she did this for attention Mm -hmm. because this is how she always goes low because she knows that will shock people because other people won't do that so she got attention for doing that and I just don't I mean and it backfired. Of course it did. And she knew it would. She just, she probably didn't know it would be this bad, but I don't know. My thing is I can't relate it to the Bill Maher thing because it's two separate things. Now, if you said, are you team Kathy or team Donald Trump? I would say team Kathy. But in this mm-hmm. scenario of him like having to like let her 
like him not taking her, uh, Anderson not taking Kathy's side. To me, I'm team Anderson because Kathy, that was a choice Kathy chose to do. And she did not notify Anderson. I'm about to release this tweet with this picture. You know, she did that without his knowledge. So allegedly, you know, so. Sorry, girl. No, you don't have to say allegedly. <laughs> she did. She did it. The thing that sucks too is it gives them so the it gives conservatives and people on the right so much fuel now. Yeah. It's like oh, honestly, those 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 fuckers don't even care. We're moving. <laughs> oh, we'll move on. But I'm like, please, you're acting as if there is logic behind that, guys. This is a a very. I feel like this is a little palate cleanser. <laughs> Amber Rose posted a photo of herself completely nude. Team Amber. Team Amber. And the Team internet Bush. reacted. Instagram pulled her photo down. Well, alleged, I mean, obviously, you're not allowed to post nude photos on Instagram. You're not. Yeah, here we go. And she, uh, there's the full one. That is so the full So she posted picture. a photo of herself, like, laid out on uh, stairs with a coat and a bra on, I think. And then she's pantyless yes. and she has full bush. Yes, wow. just full bush and shoes. I, this photo is amazing to me because <laughs> I could not imagine myself feeling more vulnerable. Because <laughs> there's something, completely naked would be less vulnerable, in my opinion, yeah. than having, like, a necklace, sunglasses, uh-huh. bra, shoes. But yeah, she just... Uh, and this is towards to promote her third annual Amber Rose Slut Walk. Yes. And obviously Instagram pulled it right away. To me, I'm team Amber, but I understand where Instagram's coming from. Like, you can't post stuff like this on Instagram. So, I mean, if she had posted a censored one and then, like, a link to yeah. the picture on, like, her own website, I could understand. I'm still team Amber because I like the message of what she was trying to do. Yes. But... Sorry, girl. You know the the rules. You know, read the fine print on Instagram. I don't even think she's mad. I think I, I, don't I think because they I think pulled that it. This controversy it, is going to help bring so many people out this year. I agree. To her event. So I'm so excited. And you can see friend of the show Anessa co-host with her every year and friend of the show Anessa Frantowski and also friend of the show Sarah Hillier. They co-host Amber Rose's slut walk with her every year. Fantastic. So. Yeah. So I mean, good work, everybody. Yeah. I think. Although she does look like she's going to slide down those stairs. All right. So, I know because she's so oily. She's so oily. She has a sheen. Uh, oh, my gosh. I feel like we already talked about Jerry Seinfeld and his Kesha situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. So the last thing. It's two stories, but technically it's like, I guess, one story. So Katy Perry dropped her album today. She needs to drop dead. Her Witness. Is that right? Yeah, Did it's called Witness. Know? She dropped it Thursday at midnight. She dropped it or, at midnight. And she is. Nobody told me. Well, girl, nobody wants to listen to it. And it's and the she's queen. live streaming. Now this stunt queen because no one's buying the record. She's live streaming her uh, like Big Brother style herself yeah. for four days straight. And you can watch her sleep and do uh, go through a mental breakdown. I mean, she's really trying her hardest. Going through a mental this image, this still of her, she she needs a break. She looks a little skinny, and I, I don't mean that in a shaming way. I mean it in a, like, I think she's going too hard. I she think doesn't you're need right. a break. This is her. As you, The reason you know why I hate Katy Perry, everyone knows why I hate Katy Perry, is because three times this year she has come for Britney Spears' mental health. And now she's pulling those same stunts to promote this album where now she cut her hair, saying I would never cut my hair like Britney because I'm not having a mental breakdown. Then she cuts her hair. Uh, then she um, is now having like this mental breakdown in this Big Brother style house, allegedly, or something. So to weird. promote an album. Girl, you're not talented, so now we have to pull stunts. But that's not even the point of the story. Continue with the story. Yeah, I, I struggle with knowing whether or not I think 
she's genuine because if I thought this she's was not, really happening, I would feel bad. She's fake. Yeah, it feels like she is pulling a stunt to sell some albums, but the next What's the thing, other side? What's the other side that we have to choose from? The other side, let's see here, is that on the same day that she is giving all these interviews, talking about her album and trying to spill all her guts, Taylor Swift mm. very quietly dropped all of her music to all the streaming services except Apple. At the because it was already on Apple because she's already people you you were able to you have to pay for Apple membership. You have to pay for so Apple membership. So I so girl, let me just say, as you guys know, I'm not the biggest Taylor fan ever since she came for Kim and Kanye. And you know what, Taylor, you start doing more stunts like this, and we'll forget that mm-hmm. Kim ended your career last year. So basically, this is what happened. Kate, Katie will not stop talking about Taylor Swift, about yep. uh, her Bad Blood song, why they've been feud for weeks now to promote this album. Yep. So then you know Taylor, she, let me have my publicist release a statement that in honor of 1989 hitting $10 million in sales or whatever it was, 10 million units sold, I don't know the number, I'm going to give my fans all my albums on streaming services the same hour as Katy Perry drops the her same new album. Hour. So you know what? Instead of buying your album, Katie, or because you make revenue through the streams, because most people don't buy music anymore. Yep. People are going to be streaming Taylor Swift's album. Now, you best believe I've had Taylor Swift's music on repeat with the uh, sound off since <laughs> Thursday at night. Just to get her those plays. Just I have- to get those plays. I don't. I hate Katy Perry ever since she came for Britney Spears. Now, had she never come for Britney Spears, I would have no thought about her because to me, her music, she can't sing, so I don't listen to her. But you know, now I want to see her fail. I don't care. I um, team Taylor and I, you know, I'm the pettiest person. I'm an Aquarius. I'm petty as hell. Taylor, keep doing stuff like this, girl, and we will love you forever. You're an Aquarius, and I'm a contrarian. <laughs> I I have to agree with you. I'm team. I'm the same way. I don't really particularly care for Taylor Swift. I feel like she is not a good person, but Jesus Christ, she freaking out fuck she this was a Khaleesi fucking move it was or not Khaleesi I'm sorry actually Daenerys I don't watch the show I don't know there wasn't a Daenerys move I I totally lied it was a a Lannister remember when on Game of Thrones where she just blew oh okay well anyways but she knows it was uh I'm totally blanking on her name I'm so mad at myself yes it was a Cersei Lannister move whose team are you on what team Taylor or team Katie team Taylor because Katie is so false yeah she she's been pulling all these stunts like you know and she was uh, yeah. she had um Migos on her mm-hmm. one track and yet they were they had been in the press uh saying some homophobic things and then she had that awkward SNL performance and she just seems to be doing things because she thinks she should like she because uh, there's no talent she has no talent no she does I, no, I she like do- her music uh, Teenage Dream is a great album yeah, yeah the reason it's a great album though is because that girl Bonnie McKee wrote the whole album okay. and did the background vocals for it <laughs> if you take Katy Perry's uh, bad vocals off of it it would still be a hit with background first vocals first of all if That's we so were funny. judging pop music by who wrote it then nobody would like any pop star okay but I'm saying she did not even give my girl Bonnie McKee any shine though. But you just did, so that's oh, yeah. fine. <laughs> I I'm gonna say like I don't even like I don't even have any. I just think Taylor pulled that was such a Yeah. And Taylor that was did such it, an evil yeah. fucking move. I can't help but respect it. And yeah, the thing is yeah, Taylor yeah. did it so quietly is my favorite thing. It's like cause Katie's been talking so much shit. You know what? Taylor, who are the gays on your team? I love them. You know. <laughs> that was like some some real High high quality passive aggressive white lady shit. Yeah. What do they say? What do they say on uh, uh, Housewives? They say um, 
wealth, uh, money talks, wealth whispers. So money talks like Katie, uh, she doesn't have anything going on. So she's just, just screaming, you know, all of her, all of her stuff is so on the surface. And then Taylor just quietly whispers. Yeah. They also say, I'm sorry um, if you felt this way when they apologize, <laughs> which is my favorite uh, thing. Yeah. It's not that's a such a non-apology. I'm sorry, yeah. but yeah. that's everything. Okay. Well, let's move on to our final segment. Let's yeah. do it. Two extra or just enough. Okay. So that's I'm going to report a story and I want to know, is the uh, celebrity or the situation too extra? Are they doing too much? Do they need to calm down, take it back a little bit? Or is it just enough? You want to see more, you know, give us more. You understand? Yes. yes. Okay, well, some random country singer I've never heard of is coming for the Queen Northwest, that is, and he needs to be stopped immediately. Okay, his name is Jason Aldean, and he announced that he's expecting his first son with wife, Brittany Kerr, uh, and they said that he, wa- he said he wants a unique name for his little guy, just not one that's crazy. It will be something unique and different, nothing crazy like a direction, east, west, north, south, none of that stuff. It will be something really cool. Both of us have names that are pretty common, Jason and Brittany. So something that's kind of unique, it's kind of our main goal. To me, this is too extra. Like nobody even knows who you are, so you have to attack a three-year-old toddler. That's super extra. Just leave other people out of it and just name your damn kid. Yeah, why did you have to say, oh, we don't want it to be a direction? First of all, we can't even judge this because we don't even know what the name is. So uh, their name is probably going to be something weird like Bo Cephas anyway. A name that they think is normal is probably, we're probably going to think is weird anyway. So too extra. I agree. Oh, I said two extra. Okay, well, Maya, Maya Bialik, can she stop talking? Maya, you know Maya is in Vegas now. Do you love Maya? Oh my God, Maya has a has a residency. Yeah, let's go. I know. I know. I love Maya. I love (laughs) Maya. Fear flying that album. No mood ring. That's my favorite. Oh. Well, Maya Bialik, can she stop talking? I mean, she always talks, but <laughs> she really has nothing good to say. Well, Blossom is here to tell you why she's not prude, but everyone needs to stop getting naked. In a YouTube video, Blossom calls out the models who embrace their curves, arguing that they don't need to get naked in order to empower other women. Now, I'm feeling like this is a personal attack to Miss Amber Rose because this video mm-hmm. came out the same day. <laughs> It should not be taken lightly that the message to present yourself as sexy and desirable may have more of an impact on young women than intended. The message that we are sending, especially to young girls, is above all else to be sexy. I think the trap that we're falling into is that we start to equate empowerment, not with strength or intelligence or confidence, but with sexiness. Blossom encourages people to continue to tell young girls that their bodies are special and amazing. Encourage girls not to fear their bodies or their sexuality. Be explicit that no one has the right to touch you in a way that you don't want to be touched no matter how you are dressed. Getting naked is not the only way to feel empowered as a beautiful person. Now, she has some good points, but the th- Maya, we don't need to hear any of it, though, because it's not your judgment to say, oh, if someone gets naked and they feel empowered that way, that's not your judgment. So, two extra, stop talking. Go back to work on whatever that show is she's on. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. Sure. <laughs> she is too extra because confidence is sexy. Sexy is confidence. Mm. And much like the N-word, what we as women have to do is take the sexy back, mm-hmm. like Justin Timberlake, and reclaim it as our own. It's for us. It's for us to do. It's not to attract men. It's not to ask for touching. It's our own thing. We own it. We can yeah. relabel it as confidence. Yeah, Maya, why don't you give a message to men? How about that next time? And you mm. say, you know, 
because I put my body in display, it's not for you to touch. Okay, this isn't uh, Bath and Body Works and a, you know, sample try. Okay, this is, uh, you know, someone in a glass case, a Ciroc crystal, okay, <laughs> with a lock on the door. I agree. Two extra because nudity does not always equal sex. Mm-hmm. And that message needs to get out there by seeing more nude women bodies yeah. in a way that they feel comfortable positioning themselves just maybe not on instagram because you're right there is a time and a place if you want to be greasy on a staircase and it's not instagram because you know the rules mm-hmm. well the kardashian jenner dynasty is being accused of stealing designs from black owned businesses and passing them off as their own once again okay we have two stories this week first designer destiny blue of D Blue Dazzled has uh who has done work for the likes of Beyonce claims to have had a bunch of her clothes purchased by Chloe Kardashian and the next thing she knows Chloe's brand Good Denim or whatever it's called is featuring designs very similar to hers then Kylie Jenner this week released her new camo swimsuit collection. However, the plugged NYC has receipts of Kylie and her people buying identical designs last month. You know, of course, these women aren't saying that they invented bedazzled jewel tops and camo swimsuits, as you know, Destiny's Child made that famous 16 years ago. <laughs> but the designers, uh, but the des- designs are almost identical. And I think these women just want the car Jenners to cite their sources. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've never heard of these companies, so it's bringing them a lot of publicity. And you never will because they're never going to get successful if people start, keep stealing their stuff. That's but this true. is this happens all the time. It happens in comedy. It happens in yeah. um, Forever Twenty One is always ripping off stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Anthropology, Urban Outfitters, they're notorious for stealing Silly ideas from, yeah. from small, uh, or even from artists. Like they'll steal yeah. artists' designs and then make a shirt with the artist's design on it, and you see on Tumblr like this was my art. So I don't know because it is you know camouflage bathing suits again yeah. is not it's a not new like idea. An Original yeah. thing. So how do you how do you how do you cite the source? Yeah. So to me, this it's is, why am I reporting this? I feel like it's, it's just I feel like the girls, the women who are speaking up, it's just enough because like I, I did take a look and the designs look real damn similar. Think, especially yeah. if they did do and also this is not this is not very on brand for the Kardashians. Yeah, and I the reason I think it's too extra is just because they have the receipts of like and it was stuff that was like sent to them for like free for like social media like push and stuff mm. but both in both cases they wasn't featured on social media they just took the designs and copied it to me i think it's unrealistic for kylie to take something from last month and have it already made and shipped out this week to me the timeline is too gotcha. quick gotcha so i don't know if it was really stolen but you know i don't know how manufacturing that's works, a good point so. That is a good point. You should start your own serial podcast. (laughs) Okay, well, high school senior Gabriel Silvan tweeted T-Pain last year for inspiration (laughs) for his senior yearbook quote, (laughs) but didn't think T would uh, actually respond. (laughs) Quote, the tweet was, give me a senior senior quote, please. And much to his surprise, T-Pain responded. That's so funny. The quote was, people don't think it be like it be, but it do. And Sylvan tweeted back, yo, T-Pain. Now, six months six months later, his high school yearbook came out with T-Pain's quote. And while it's not actually an original quote by T-Pain, those words of wisdoms were made famous by 1970s Major League Baseball star Oscar Gamble. The quote was in reference to the chaos within the New York Yankees 
Clubhouse, according to the book Baseball in Montgomery by Clarence Watkins. While many people thought that T-Pain's yearbook quote was great, a lot of Twitter users pointed out that T-Pain ripped off the quote. And someone tweeted, give Oscar Gamble the respect he deserves. Um, one person tweeted to Sylvan, the teenager. And then Sylvan uh, said he doesn't mind if T-Pain barred the quote from the baseball player. All that matters is that his favorite hip hop, you know, rapper tweeted him back. To me, people this are is being, just enough. Who cares? Yeah, people. That is so silly. Because like, we got the quote from, like, again, like with the last situation. He didn't ask for quote. He didn't ask for an original quote. He asked a quote. So T Pain pulled out a quote. He and did as exactly we know, as asked. writers, is everything is ninety percent taken, ten percent new, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> so the thing was like, yeah, I mean. It's too extra because I'm over everyone being offended by everything. It's just every day I'm reading an article about how someone is offended and someone took something literally and it's the it, it makes someone feel bad. Yeah. You know what? Grow a fucking backbone. Mm, Who cares? Preach. Okay, well, this week, uh, back to Twitter, a Twitter user sent out a controversial tweet that shocked me to my core. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Snap. Tall Maurice tweeted his ranking... Of every French fry cut, and I have to say he got it wrong. In seventh place, two extras, two extras. In seventh place, he went through seven. Seven, and mind you, I don't know what four of these are. (laughs) Seventh place was crinkle, just crinkle cut. It's crinkle cut. Six was curly. Fifth was steak cut. Fourth was waffle. Third was wedge, second was shoestring, and first was just a regular cut fry. Now, to me, <laughs> this is too extra, but I want to know how you would rank these fries because to me, he got it wrong. What I want to know is which ones did you not know? Well, I don't know what a shoestring is. That's the real skinny, skinny, skinny. Okay. I don't think that to should me, have been that, so high. Yeah, is that just, is shoestring, is that just a garnish then? It looks like one, but it's a bunch of them. Okay, then to me, that's just a hash brown. Okay, a wedge, is that just little, the little potatoes that are cut into like four? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I call those griddle potatoes. So okay. he was kind of okay. right there. Okay. Um, now, crinkle, what's that? The, like the, the frozen crinkle. ones from the market? Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones you get at Del Taco. Okay, so I'm going to tell you my ranking. Okay. First and foremost, number one. Waffle cut is my favorite. I love a waffle cut fry because it Me is so too. extra crispy. It's always just it extra is. crispy. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. eating a chip that's yeah. a fry. Yes, mm-hmm. and it always has that really good seasoning on it. Okay. I love it. It's like always some paprika or something. Second, it's going to be a steak fry. Oh. I love a steak fry because of the uh, amount of surface it has to really sop up all the condiments, you know, whether it be ketchup, gotcha. ranch dressing, Mayonnaise. What have you? No. <laughs> um, you know. And then third would have to be a curly fry, especially from Jack in the Box. I would have been, had number two or for curly Arby's. fries. Or Arby's. The reason, like I, I like said, Popeye's curly fries. Curly fries would have been second, but again, for me, the point of eating a fry is just to really scoop up the condiments and that the it's surface area of a fry. Wedge just gives you that extra room. I'm totally going to get French fries after this oh now. God. I have to. Okay, so wait. That's third. Fourth, I would do a regular fry. Mm-hmm. Just a good old regular fi- fry. Simple, yeah. Fifth would have to be a wedge, which I would just call griddle potatoes because I <laughs> love them because they're just uh-huh. so good. Sixth would have to be... Um, the crinkle cut and seventh will be shoestring. Because to me, shoestring would be... I would see that on a burger as a garnish. I don't think that's an <laughs> actual side of fries. Yeah. What's your ranking? Uh, my ranking is uh, number one, waffle cut. Number two, curly fry. Number three, uh, regular fry. 
Uh, number four, I think that I would go with the, I think I would actually throw the shoestring in there just for, just to mix it up. Okay. Uh, five, you the wedge and you still have a crinkle cut and you still have, um, oh, steak. I would do wedge and then steak and crinkle cut at the bottom. Those things are too dry. Oh, see, I'm crinkle cut, uh, waffle, curly, shoestring, regular, and then wedge and steak fries, that's too much. I like my fries to be small because they're crispier that way, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Well, th- this has been extra, extra. <laughs> yeah, that was delicious. I feel like that was just enough because you know what? The important thing is he got us talking about uh-huh. the fries. <laughs> Great. So first, I want to say thank you, Lisa, for coming on and co-hosting. Um, you know, I couldn't have done this thank without my so second much. wheel. So thank you so much. This was so much fun. Now, do you have anything to plug or promote? I do. I uh, am on a team at UCB Sunset, a mod team called The New Deal. And we go up every uh, first Wednesday of the month at 830. So if you ever want to come see my team, please. You guys need to. That's one of my favorite teams. Thank you. You guys are just always writing stuff that just makes people think. Thank you so much. What, what I like most with my comedy. <laughs> now, Jessica, do you have anything to plug or promote? Um, I'm going to be in Baby Wins Candy on June 23rd. Nice. And then Thrones the Musical is going to be in Vegas July 13th through the 23rd, maybe. And then we're coming back in the fall to the Hudson Theater. We end every podcast with a guest telling us a moment in their life when they've been too extra. So, Jessica, what's a moment in your life when you just did the most? It was too extra. Well, this isn't so much a story as it is a a part of my personality and my life. Um, Living here in L.A., the traffic is really bad. So um, what I'll find myself doing is getting angry like everybody does, but it's not so much when people do things to me on the road is when I see other cars doing other things to other cars. And then I get this like surge of anger and I go and I drive up really fast and then I try to get that person and like some sort of like weird driving Batman. Yeah. Mm. And most of the time it's, you know, the, the people who are driving like assholes, they don't even notice. They don't know what's going on because they don't think they're an asshole. They think everyone else is an asshole. So this sort of vigilante driving that I do just goes unnoticed and I just fume to myself in my car. So what I'm saying is that um, I will probably die one day from doing this. Um, so I want everyone to remember me as having a good heart. And I, I, I mean well when I do my vigilante driving. Um, also, stay the fuck away from me on the road. Yeah, to me, this was too extra because, yeah, extra. you're putting other people's lives in danger, too. <laughs> more, more over yourself, I think. Also, they legitimately don't know why you're mad because it was yeah. to another car. No yeah, this, like, this person's trying to get in front of me. <laughs> that was a good example of being too extra. Yeah. That, was good. <laughs> that was great. Well, thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?